Welcome back to the Get Up and Glow podcast. I'm your host and my name is Becca and I'm the owner of Be Strong. I'm here to help you nourish your health, your mind and your happiness. So without further ado, let's jump on into this week's episode. First of all, a massive thank you for joining me again this week. As always, I'm super freaking grateful for you tuning in to the podcast. Whether you're a regular listener, you're new to finding me, I'm super, super grateful for everyone who listens, shares and support the podcast. Um, I'm so, 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 so excited for this week's episode. I'm actually talking about something in relation to food freedom. So if you are somebody who wants a healthier relationship with food, maybe you've found in the past there's been this battle in your head. You've heard of things of like, like food flexibility and including all types of food. And maybe sometimes your brain feels like you should restrict from everything and you've noticed a passive restriction cutting lots of foods out and having food morals and maybe sometimes like when you hear these words you know food freedom food flexibility sometimes you get that mindset of but I'm just going to eat everything and anything as much as I want and I'm going to have no control if that's you then give this episode a listen. I'm going to be sharing something that, in my opinion, is such a key fundamental in the journey of healing your relationship with food. If you start doing this, I know already your whole food mindset is going to be so better. So I'm so excited for this episode. So we're going to be jumping on in. Quick disclaimer, if you hear any noise in the background, I have checked the audio and it does sound okay. I have got my fan on. Um, It's so bloody warm in the UK right now. I'm not complaining. I do enjoy having the sunshine. But my house is always so warm with having lots of windows. So I've gone, do you know what? We're going to put the fan on. And we're going to have that on instead so it's nice and cool in here. But super excited for the episode and we're going to be jumping on in. Before I do, two quick things. First one, crystal. As you know, every single week I bring my crystal along with me. And this week I've brought along angelite, which is a beautiful crystal. It's blue, like a really nice light blue with some like specks of white in there. Um, It's absolutely stunning and such a great crystal. I have brought this along. So first of all, I've brought this along because it is great for um clearing like negative feelings and emotions and bringing more calm and positive energy your way, which is exactly what we want when we're creating a healthy relationship with food. We're starting to let go of the toxic and unaligned and unhealthy mindsets and behaviors and beliefs around food and we're starting to let in a bit more peace goodness and freedom but actually as well I've brought this along because I have been so freaking called to angelite recently it's crazy this might be like a really quick tangent but I do want to like quickly talk about this before I jump into it and there will be something in this that is really going to help you on your journey so if you do follow me on instagram you will have seen that um, the other week, I passed my level two Reiki qualification. Actually, it was last week, um, which is super, super freaking exciting. And yeah, so I'm now a Reiki practitioner. And at the minute, I'm doing a 21-day Reiki cleanse. Um, if you are new to Reiki, it's basically energy healing. So what we're really doing with Reiki is looking at your energy and really starting to maybe clear um negative energy out, find more balance, more grounding and doing lots of energy work and really about balancing your chakras and balancing those. Um, A lot of aura work goes off as well and is honestly phenomenal. 
I probably will do an episode or some post on my Instagram about it. Um, I don't want to talk about it too much today because that's not what the episode's for. But yeah, so that's just a little bit there. So yeah, I'm level two now and in the process of been doing my 21 day Reiki cleanse, which is basically doing um, Reiki every single day and just doing a lot of in-depth work. Um, and through that process, I have come to the realization, and this is why I always say that inner work matters, is that my throat chakra is something that needed a little bit more work a little bit blocked um not as clear as i wanted it to be and i've just been doing lots of journaling work lots of inner child healing work release work and really just delving into um reiki as well to support balancing my throat and this is one thing that's really pulled me towards angelite recently is it's phenomenal for the throat it's um, such a great crystal um, in relation to supporting the throat chakra. And that's why I've just been feeling really, really called to it recently. So yeah, I just wanted to give a bit of a background there. Because if you are somebody who's interested in crystals, um, obviously learning the properties and everything within crystals is fantastic. But sometimes it is just about seeing what you feel called to and trusting that and going with it. Because that's literally all I did with Angel Eye. I've not really... I've not really used it that much like in the past and recently I have been and I guess one thing I wanted to quickly add on to that is it's so important to have trust within your journey if you're somebody definitely like me in the past like recently I've noticed such a big shift within my trust within the journey like I'm a I am a bit of an overthinker um I can be a perfectionist at times and just overthinking things quite regularly and because of that sometimes it's become quite difficult for me to have trust in my journey um but obviously recently I've been delving into having that deeper trust and one thing and if you relate to that <clears throat> maybe you trust struggle to trust the journey um struggle to continually grow listen to this one of the biggest and most important things to remember on your journey whatever journey that is right now whether it's health food and body relationship self-discovery self-growth inner heat whatever it might be is knowing that often you are given what you need not always what you want and this is something that i have been like oh my gosh held to the freaking yes recently um Often in our journey, we can be given situations, thoughts, um, guidance from our intuition, all these different things that we didn't necessarily want or we didn't necessarily think, we don't understand, okay, why is that come up? But we need it. And that's one of the biggest things to remember. Often we're given what we need, not always what we want. And that is because we're given things that maybe help us learn something or help us grow in some way or help us align on our path. And, you know, I know it's, it can be quite cliche and some people say it is cliche, but I truly believe that things do happen for a purpose and what is meant to be will be. And what is meant to come your way will come your way. What is meant to happen will move to you and what isn't meant to be won't happen and I know I know and I totally get it it's sometimes difficult to have that true faith there because when we're going through the motions of life and things are going off it can be difficult but just having that gentle reminder with yourself of like that was meant to be and maybe that hasn't happened because it wasn't meant to be and maybe this has come my way and I'm gonna have to learn and grow something from it and that's just a part of my journey and even if in the moment you have no idea why something's come your way you have no idea why something's happening and even if it feels difficult feel move through it have you have grace through the process just know 
one day you will reflect and you'll be like, I understand why that happened in my journey. I understand because that's aligned me in some way. And I personally feel like this brings a lot of peace through the duality and going through all seasons of our journey. And I also feel like for many people, it supports continually showing up. Because, for example, something a bit difficult comes up. Like, I'll, I'll be upfront on here doing um, Reiki. So I was basically called to do my Reiki level two. My intuition was like, do it. I <clears throat> reached out to do my Reiki level two and there was a space available for the week after. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna just trust my intuition and I'm gonna go do it. And I went and did it and it's, and it's been done. I'm really excited about it. And then obviously now that's drawn me on to do my 21 day cleanse. And through within that, it has brought up many different things, especially in a child that I wasn't deeply aware that I needed to work on and I'll be honest there's some journal sessions I've done that have felt quite heavy and quite difficult but I'm I accept that that's what I need right now that the 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 path that I've gone on and being you know you're doing your reiki and then you're doing this cleanse and now you're going through this I just have deep trust that this is a part of my path and it's meant to happen for a reason and the inner growth I'm going through now is meant to happen for a reason even when it feels difficult I'm just trusting that and having that deep faith is one of the most powerful things to have on your journey and this is once again why I always say your journey is so much more um than just the, the, the what I call the practical things. The mindset work really matters. And when we can have, do that mindset work and we can really work on that connection with our path and having that growth mindset and that trust that things are adding up, even when it feels like they're not and knowing that they are, that is gonna be the key to your growth. And I always say, you know, sometimes people ask me like, you know, What's what's a key, like a magic secret to your growth? And there's many things that have helped with the growth I've I've been working on and and I have done for years. But one of the biggest ones, especially recently, is just holding that trust. And holding that trust that my path is mapped out and I'm just being guided and directed on my path, moving me towards the place I'm meant to be going. And I listen to my intuition and I trust it and I just go with that motion of it. And having that trust is very, very important. And when you have that, I truly do believe that's when a lot of magic happens in your life. Obviously, we go through all seasons, the ups, the downs, the highs, the lows, the light, the dark. That's okay. We have to embrace that light and dark energy. But we know that everything's moving us towards where we're meant to be. And once again, we don't need to get too fixated on where we're going. We get to enjoy the present and focus on the present and go through the motions of the present and just know that things are moving us forward in some way. So I guess that's very, very important. And that, like I say, can literally just in your life right now, away from like, for example, just a health journey, just in your life, reminding yourself of that <clears throat> is freaking powerful. That was a long tangent and I'm so freaking sorry. Can you tell I have been like delving into my like mindset so much because I just went on a big juicy tangent. The second thing I did actually just want to remind you before I actually do delve into the episode today um, is that there is still time to join my free body image booster workshop um i announced this the other week and it's on the 22nd of june so it's next thursday which is freaking so exciting and it's 
I feel like June's just flying by. I'm, I'm so buzzed for it. I've mapped everything out. There is so much within this workshop. So if you are somebody who wants to work on healing the relationship that you have with your body, work on your body image, your self image, work on just connecting with yourself more, learning how to embrace fluctuating body image so you can live a more fulfilled, content and connected life with yourself and with others because body image supports many of the areas of our life, then oh my gosh, please do not miss out. This workshop is free. You've got nothing to lose, but you've got so much information, knowledge, support and guidance to gain that I just jump on him. I might be biased, but I definitely would recommend jumping on it. And I have put the link in the show notes um, and you can join. Like I say, it's free. If you can't make the 22nd of June at 7 p.m., which is when the workshop is, do not stress, you will get the replay. I'll be sending the replay on Friday morning and that'll be going out. And it means that you can just sit in your own time over the weekend and catch up on the workshop. So you can get all of the knowledge, all of the support. And then obviously, if you've got any questions afterwards, you can DM me on Instagram. So make sure to go join. Honestly, there's so much on there and just investing that time into yourself is one of the most important things. So cannot wait to see you there. Any questions about joining, please DM me on Instagram, but come jump on in and let's start boosting body image, not just for summer, for life. So you can just feel more connected within yourself. That's like the longest intro I think I've ever done on a podcast and I am so sorry. I know some of you love a little bit of a chit chat so I do apologise about that but we are going to jump in now to the conversation about food freedom. So let's jump on in. This actually came from a conversation that I had the other day um, with one of my clients and it's one thing that I'm really really passionate about. So when it comes to our food relationship and creating a healthy relationship with food In my opinion, I feel like there's been a spectrum that's been created and you might feel the same. So I'm going to try and explain it to you. We've either been made to feel like in order to have a healthy relationship with food or to create food freedom, we need to only eat nutrient dense foods. That's it. We just have to nourish our body with loads of nutrients all the time. And that's how we create a healthy food relationship. So that's like one end of the spectrum. Then we jump over to the other end of the spectrum, which is like you can eat absolutely anything and everything whenever you need to say yes to sweet foods all the time. You're not allowed to say no to foods because then that's restriction. You're only allowed to say yes. And maybe the misconception of like comes up for you of I'm going to eat everything and anything whenever and I'm going to go crazy with food. We have this spectrum. It's either intense, like just nutrient dense foods, just eating for health, or it's I'm not allowed to say no to food because I'm creating freedom. So I've got to say yes to everything. But I want to kind of bust these for you because we want to find what I call the middle ground. I know I have mentioned this on an episode before, but um, working on food relationship is all about finding, you're eating for health, energy, pleasure and satisfaction, basically. That's the vibe. And it's finding that middle ground. And one of the most important things to do to get that middle ground is learning and then implementing making aligned and empowered choices when it comes to food and also drink. This is key because this is what allows you to start listening to yourself again and connecting with the choices that are going to be best for you. And, you know, maybe you've been somebody who's had a past of tracking calories or you still track calories now. Um, I was having a conversation 
recently with somebody um tracking calories and noticing that there's so much stress around food that they don't know how to listen to their body I felt that way I had no idea how to listen to my body um and I get it and this is obviously why it's a process of delving into our food relationship but it's so important if you want more freedom with food and more peace with food it's about going to a place where you can set boundaries with food and make the decisions that are best for you with no judgment and no guilt. And that is like the best way I can bust those misconceptions. It's about making empowered and aligned choices best for you and your body. When you do that, you create so much empowerment, autonomy and freedom with food. Why? Because you're now connecting back with your body you're now really listening to your body and the choices that feel best with you you're really making aligned choices and you're getting to own them with confidence because maybe and I can relate to this maybe your decisions around food are coming from um I've only got x amount of calories or maybe your decisions around food are coming from I'm not allowed to have that and it's coming from a place of food morals or maybe your choices around food are coming from like I said earlier I've got to say yes to everything or are influenced by other people and what they're doing or your choices around food are what you you know think you should do but we're breaking free from all of that and we're starting to make choices that are best for our individual self and having confidence with them. So I'm going to give you a few examples to try and explain that a little bit better. I think sometimes giving examples helps it make a little bit more sense. So it might look like, I'm going to use my clients for this example, and I'll also use myself. So one of my clients, for example, um, over the other weekend, she was at a party to celebrate her sister's birthday. She chose and made the aligned decision to not drink much at that party. She had about two drinks. And she was talking to me and she said like at celebrations, like her family do like to consume some alcohol and we was on about it. And I was saying to her, what we're really gonna work on now is making aligned and empowered choices to you and focusing more on that. And since working on areas like mindful eating, how to listen to her body and having confidence around setting boundaries, you know, if you've ever felt like you've got people pleasing tendencies has impacted you from setting those boundaries around food, we have to work through things like that. This isn't just me going, just say yes or no. This is like doing more inner work as well, because if you're somebody who struggles to say no to something because you're a people pleaser... We have to work on those tendencies and helping you set boundaries with more confidence. So this is why there's many areas to delve into. But what she did is she chose to set a limit of the alcohol she wanted to have from a place of alignment. Because not only did it align with her current health goals, but it also aligned to what felt best for her because she expressed to me that the day after, she didn't want to feel really anxious and really fatigued after drinking lots of alcohol. And it felt more aligned to her not to drink much. The reason I'm sharing this is because the intent behind her action was that she did it from a place of care and alignment. She chose to have minimal amounts of drink because of how she wanted to feel the next day and she knew it was the best thing for her. And guess what? She did it and she owned that with confidence. She wasn't you know, overly concerned with what everybody else was doing. She made her choice, set her boundary, and she experienced freedom with food and drink in this situation because she did what felt right for her, what felt in line with her. Because at the end of the day, it's your body and you get to choose what is best for you. 
another example, it could maybe look like this. So another one of my clients over um, the other weekend went to the beach because it's sunny and we're getting out on the beach um, and she had an ice cream. And once again, prior to making this decision when they saw the ice cream van, she checked in with herself of what feels best for me. It wasn't a, oh, you know, I've got to have the ice cream because I'm working on my food relationship and it means I've got to say yes to everything. Or it wasn't a, well, I'm not allowed the ice cream because I'm supposed to restrict and ice cream isn't good for me, so I'm not allowed to have it. What she did is she paused and she observed and she made the choice that was best for her. And then guess what? She enjoyed the ice cream mindfully, guilt-free and moved on. Bearing in mind, this client in particular had spent years battling with food guilt that would really, really consume her and stop her from enjoying memories and enjoying food. And to hear her then say, oh, you know, I had an ice cream and I didn't have guilt. There's been many other factors that have supported working through food guilt, of course. We've done a lot of inner work, a lot of inner healing. We've done a lot of mindset work there as well. But one of the big things is we've worked on how to make aligned choices successfully. So she now has that confidence to make the choices best for her. And this is fundamental. Um, even like another example, like um, I'll use me in this situation. So this was probably the other week. It's just sprung to my mind. And I thought, you know what? This can be a great one to use is um, I basically went out to a cafe with my partner and there was like, tea cakes all that stuff there and if anybody knows me I bloody love sweet foods I have a sweet tooth but and TMI or not do apologize let's just say my gut wasn't feeling great that day um and my overall gut well-being wasn't feeling fantastic I understood why um and you know I, I checked in with how I was feeling in that moment like majority of the time like I'd be like yeah let's have some cake because usually I tend to like having some tea and cake because it's a little mindful precious moment for me that I love to do but and th that choice to have cake always comes from an aligned empowered place I check in I'm like yes I want to have this it tastes really nice it's like it's one of those acts of fulfillment there's nothing more that oh, I just love you know when you're sipping on your tea and you have a bit of cake oh I find it bliss but in that moment I chose not to have cake that day and that wasn't because I'm not allowed it, I can't have this. That was simply because I knew that wasn't an aligned choice for my body that day. I knew that my gut didn't feel too great and having that cake wasn't gonna serve my gut on that day. So I chose not to have it. And that wasn't restriction, like rigid restriction can't have. That was I'm choosing not to because it's the best thing for my gut right now. Does this make sense? Like, is this kind of clicking? And this is what it's about. It's about making choices that are in alignment to you. Sometimes it's in alignment to like, you know, gut, well-being, what's going to feel best for you. And it's really taking the time to explore those choices. Now, obviously, like I said earlier, if we've had a past of like toxic diet culture or, you know, fixation on tracking calories, this is new freaking territory absolutely new freaking territory because you can be so used to and I've, I've done this I used to be really fixated on tracking and if you know my story you'll know that that's something I've struggled with and I would never make choices aligned to me and my body it would always be choices based upon numbers 
it would always be choices based upon I usually have this so I've got to have this because I know it fits my calories and or maybe it's toxic diet culture and you've done things in the past that have said well you can't have this or you're allowed that and you should say no to this but you should always have this lower calorie alternative and it's always just this battle in our brains but in fact one of the healthiest things once again and this is one thing I've I've also <laughs> spoke about the other day is health and this is one of probably the biggest things when we talk about health we instantly not everybody but we often get this thought of like being leaner and always just focus on physical progress that's not the case now granted for some people that can be a part of their health goals but health is about having more peace with food as well and being in that place where you can go I'm going to make this choice because it's best for me and my body and I care for my body and owning that. Maybe you choose that it's really warm weather at the minute and you want to nourish your body. So you decide that you're going to have a nourishing salad for your lunch. You've added some protein, lots of veggies, maybe some beans, some carbs in there, lots of variety. It's delicious. It's tasty. You've not had that because, oh, you know, I've got to have a salad or I've got to be good. You're choosing to have that because... It makes me feel nourished, it supports my body, it gives me loads of nutrients and I care for my body and I want it to feel nice and vibrant from the food that I have. Is this, is this clicking? The intent behind the action really matters and if you truly desire food freedom for life, it's about going against what we've maybe done, those toxic diet mindset and the battles with food and the fixation on the numbers and it's really starting to move into a place of more autonomy where and the, the steps to doing this is connecting with your body really learning how to listen to your body but also learning how to boost self-connection and that's away from food this is like the daily practices and things that we can do to connect with ourselves. an example might be grounding work so it's about learning how to listen to our body but also how to connect with our body another great thing as well to help with this is working on our mindset that we're deserving of looking after ourselves and making empowered choices. You know, I said earlier, mindset matters. So for a lot of people, maybe you don't feel deserving of making empowered choices or deserving of having certain things or deserving of nourishing yourself. That's a mindset thing we've got to work on. Or maybe you notice people-pleasing tendencies which impacts you making boundaries around food. Maybe somebody says, oh, do you want this? And you want to say no, but you feel like you've got to say yes. This is about going back and doing people-pleasing work. This can even mean going all the way back to doing inner child healing work. So the mindset work really matters here. And then the fourth one as well, uh, the, not the fourth, the third one to help you be able to achieve this is getting more comfortable with observation observing the choices available and observing what's best for you because without observation we never give ourselves the space to make those choices that feel best for us so observation is like your best friend if there's one phrase I say the most to my clients or just to anybody it's pause and observe if you bring more time to pause and observe into your life I guarantee you'll make so much bloody growth off the back of that so if you like I say if you are somebody who's like this is me like I'm finding myself always just making choices based upon numbers or I'm finding myself always making choices from a place of food morals and you know I'm always restricting or I'm having something and I feel like I shouldn't restrict or I'm struggling to have that that balance and that that mindfulness and control around food then this is where making aligned choices becomes your best friend 
And like I say, it is about connection. So being able to listen to your body and learning how. If you've been used to fixating on numbers for your whole life or for a good chunk of time, probably not your whole life, I doubt you was fixating on numbers at two years old. But if you're fixating on numbers for a long time, like I was, listen to your body's new freaking territory. And we now have to boost that. The other one is self-connection. Coming back home to ourselves, connecting with ourselves again to then support us on that process. The second one is the mindset work. So looking at things like people-pleasing tendencies, inner child healing work. It's looking at things like, um, you know, do I feel worthy and deserving of this? What's self-worth like? Let's explore those areas. Let's change mindset around food. If we've got food morals of I can have this, I can't have this, good food, bad food. If so, we've got to delve into that and move into food neutrality. And then the last one is getting more comfortable with observation, observing what's best for you and taking that time to pause and check in. Even just small things like, let's say you're hungry and you want to have a snack, um, just taking a minute to actually check in. What's the aligned choice for me right now? And just stop bringing it into your day. And over time, you'll make more grief with it. And this is one of the best ways to create more food freedom. It's about alignment and empowerment with food, where we are nourishing our health and our energy, but also our pleasure and satisfaction around food. And if you're listening to that and you're like, you're speaking to me right now, I'm tired of this battle with numbers and food labels, good food battle, uh, good food, bad food, and you're tired of, you know, does that mean I just need to eat everything all the time? And then, you know, I'm, I'm eating the full pack of biscuits and I'm struggling to be mindful. Or maybe you're at a place where it's like, I'm always just restricting and then I'm overeating and I'm just in this battle and this cycle and it's draining. Then I hear you, I get it. And when you work on alignment alongside other areas of healing your relationship with food, there's other areas we delve into. But when you delve into that and you trust that process, it will be life-changing. And your food relationship journey, you know, we have to explore things that are difficult at times. It's not the easiest journey, but it's the journey that's so worth it. And this is why I always say, having support on your journey can be one of the best things possible. Because when, let's say this way, you've been so used to fixating on numbers and we're moving away from that, that's new territory and that number focus is going to keep coming up. And sometimes it that worry that we have makes us stop our journey. So by having support there, it means when these moments come up, you've got somebody to help you through it, to keep you moving forward so you can create that freedom and keep that trust on your journey. So if you are somebody who's like, yeah, I really want to do this. I really want to find more peace with food, be a healthier version of myself, just find more fulfillment in life then one-to-one coaching is a thing for you. I do have spaces available right now, whether it's for a longer-term one-to-one package, a one-off one-to-one call, whatever it might be, I do have spots available. Two things, you can either go to the link in the show notes and apply for coaching, it's in there, and I'll get back to you and we can just arrange a bit of a call. There's obviously no pressure, that's not my vibe, just to basically get to know you, let you know a little bit more, see what could be the best thing moving forward. Um, or you can just go to my Instagram, which is also in the show notes, drop me a DM, be like, oi Becca, I wanna know a little bit more about coaching. Um, once again, there's no pressure of a conversation with me. I just really want to give you some support to kind of tell you how I could help. And then it's always your decision of what feels best for you. Um, so yeah, please reach out in relation to that. And then we can delve into your journey more. They're all in the show notes. And and, and yeah, that's pretty much everything there. Thank you so, so, so much for joining me this week. It's been such a lush conversation. Bit of a tangent at the beginning, but nevertheless, really important. Any questions or anything you want to share, please feel free to ask anything away. Um, super, super grateful for you joining me. I'm sending all of the abundance and goodness your way no matter what you're going through right now 
keep that trust i'm sending all the energy that you need your way and yeah super grateful for you joining me and i will speak to you in the next episode